Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and this is my squirrel friend, Momo. Hello, kids. We have an exciting story for you today. In each of our stories, we are going to learn about one virtue. A virtue is anything that is good and right and true. Virtues are like little lights that shine bright and beautiful in a story. We love bringing you Lamplighter stories with no distractions, meaning no sponsors or ads. If you'd like to support us in this mission and to learn more about Lamplighter, please visit patreon.com slash lamplighterkids. So, are you ready? Come and listen while we light the way to your imagination. like a long time since I've heard a story. You probably feel that way because it has been a long time since we've told a lamplighter story. I've been so busy lately. Wanna guess what's kept me so busy? Is it because you decided to win a jump rope contest? No. Is it because you were practicing eating ice cream for an ice cream contest? No. Hmm. Oh, I know. I bet you've been collecting nuts! That always keeps me very busy. (laughs) No, not that either. The reason I've been so busy is because I moved from an old house into a new house. It's a lot of work to move. I was so busy and so tired packing boxes and unpacking boxes. Have you ever moved houses, Momo? Well, I did find a new tree to live in a few years ago, but... I didn't have to pack any boxes to move there. I just put all the acorns in my mouth, ran across the forest, and moved in. Oh, well, that sounds a lot easier than all the things I had to move these last few weeks. But being so busy did get me thinking. It's very good to work hard and to do a good job at things, but you know what else is important, Momo? Acorns? (laughs) Well, to you, acorns are very important. But I was thinking that it's also important to take the time to rest and be present. Present? Like, wrapped up in a bow with wrapping paper kind of present? Oh, I love presents. Well, this kind of present has a different meaning. In fact, the best way to explain it is, how else? A story. A story about rest and beauty and a very old tree. There once was a very old tree who lived on a hill in the middle of a park that was surrounded by a large city. The tree was so old that she remembered when the city was still very small. Back then, there were no cars or big buildings, just a few dirt roads and wooden houses. When she was a very young tree, she never heard the roaring of cars because they hadn't been invented yet. She only heard the soft rhythm of horse hooves as they walked on the dirt roads around her. She remembered when cars first started driving on the street. Then more cars came, and more cars, and more. 
The roads turned into cement, and the buildings grew bigger and bigger all around her. As her branches grew taller and her trunk grew thicker, the city around her grew as well. The tree didn't mind watching the world around her change because she was happy right where she was growing. She believed, ever since she was a young little sapling, that her purpose in life was simple, to enjoy the world around her and bring joy to those who came near. So many birds and squirrels had used her branches to find food or raise their families. So many humans who were walking by would stop and rest under her large branches. Kids would climb her and families would picnic in her shade. Though many things had changed around her, she was happy to remain on the hill, enjoying every moment of her days. One day, in the early morning, the tree was watching as the sun began to rise over the city when she heard footsteps coming up the path below her hill. There was only one man who walked through the park this early, the gardener named Dorian. Dorian had been the park gardener for many years now. The tree, of course, had seen many gardeners come and go in all her years, but none of them seemed to work as hard or as fast as Dorian. The tree watched him every morning as he screwed up his face and focused intensely on getting his job done. He never looked up to enjoy the beautiful lilies on the pond. He never stopped to breathe in the mossy smell of wet earth. He always kept his head down and worked and worked and worked. When his job was done, he would stuff his tools back in his bag and walk away in a hurry, always in a hurry. The tree watched as Dorian set his bag on a bench and began pulling weeds nearby her trunk. She wondered if perhaps this would be the morning where he would look up and notice the beautiful sunrise happening right before him. The sky was beginning to grow brighter with oranges and reds and yellows. It was a particularly beautiful sunrise. Oh, how the tree wished she could enjoy it with someone. But every time she glanced down at Dorian, his eyes were fixed on his work. Now, not many things made the tree upset. She didn't mind when a child accidentally chipped her bark off when they were climbing. She didn't mind when birds or squirrels dug little holes in her trunk for homes. She didn't even mind when her branches got pruned. She knew all of this was just part of being a tree. But this morning, for some strange reason, she began to mind that Dorian wasn't enjoying the sunrise that was forming right in front of him. The tree decided then that she had to do something. She wanted Dorian to notice all the beauty around him, just like she did. That was part of her purpose in life. But she was only a tree. What could she do? Then she began to have an idea. She looked at her long branches and at all the yellow little flowers blooming at the ends of each one. She had always been proud of these yellow blossoms that bloomed all summer long. Perhaps she could get Dorian's attention with these. She began to twist her body slowly one way 
and then back slowly the other way. It had been a long time since she had done this, and excitement bloomed in her heart at the feeling of movement. Back and forth she twisted. Slowly, slowly, her branches began to sway, even though there was no wind. Dorian's back was turned to her, but he was close enough for her plan to work. Finally, while her branches swayed, she shook the ends of them roughly and sent a rain shower of yellow flowers over Dorian's head. Whoa, said Dorian as he jumped up and waved all the flowers away. He looked around quickly to see where it had come from. The tree giggled, seeing that a pile of flowers was stuck on top of his head like a little yellow hat. Dorian looked very confused as he stared down at the large pile of flowers around his feet. He scratched his head, making the hat of flowers flutter to the ground. Then he looked up and out over the city towards the sunrise. The tree's heart skipped a beat. Did her plan work? Is he noticing how beautiful the sunrise is? But then she saw Dorian shrug and mutter. Ah, well, must have been a squirrel knocked all those flowers from the tree on me. Then he put his head down and got right back to work. The tree's plan had not worked. She must try something else, something even more crazy. She thought and thought as she watched him, then realized that he was almost done with her section of the park and would be leaving her hill soon. She had to do something fast. Well, fast for a tree anyway, and then knew exactly what she wanted to do. She began to twist again, back and forth, back and forth. Her branches began to sway. She wasn't sure this would work. She'd never done anything quite like this before. With each twist, she was getting her branches closer and closer to his gardening bag that he had left on the bench beneath her. Finally, with one big twist, she locked one of her branches onto the bag and pulled it high up in the air, holding it tightly as she let her branches slow down and eventually stay still. There, caught up in her tallest branches, was his gardening bag. The tree smiled with satisfaction. The first part of her plan had worked. Now, where did I put that bag? The tree looked down and saw that Dorian was looking around for his bag. He looked on the bench, under the bench, around the bushes, and around her trunk. I know I put it somewhere around here. This is very strange, and I have so much work to do. Where did I put that bag? The tree began to shake with laughter, her leaves rattling as she did. The man stopped when he heard the noise and turned around looking up at the tree. But before he got really confused as to why the tree was shaking without any wind, he noticed his bag up in the tallest branches. Aha, there you are, but how in the world did you get all the way up there? First it rains flowers, and now my gardening bag has grown wings and flown away. Dorian stood for a moment, trying to decide what to do, then said, well, I guess I have no choice. I need to finish my work, and to do so, I need my bag. He began to take off his shoes and his socks, and then pulled himself up onto the lowest branch. When he got there, he reached up and caught the next branch. 
He hadn't climbed a tree since he was a kid, and as his feet scraped against the bark and the leaves brushed against his cheeks, he found himself smiling. He began to feel light and to remember all the fun he used to have with his friends climbing trees. He reached the branch right under his bag and sat on the sturdy seat, swinging his legs below him and catching his breath. The smell of the little yellow flowers filled the air all around him. He had been working in this park for years now and had never realized what a beautiful tree this was. He watched as a few of the early morning bees began gathering nectar from the tiny flowers. His breathing slowed down, and now he didn't want to move. He didn't want to hurry. He looked up and noticed how the sun was just beginning to shine on the top branches of the tree. The leaves were lit up with bright yellows and greens, and the flowers looked like shining gold. It was so beautiful, he couldn't look away. He watched as the sunshine began to touch more leaves as the sun rose slowly. The tree couldn't believe that her plan was working. She had never seen Dorian stop. She had never seen him look around and breathe and relax. Now, with Dorian on her branches, his thoughts far away, she smiled as only a tree can, her bark creaking with the movement. Dorian turned and looked all around him. Everything looked so different from up here, so peaceful and calm. He thought of all the time he'd spent running around, working, shopping, getting things done. He realized then that he never just sat and enjoyed the beautiful things around him. But on this tall hill and these sturdy branches, he felt for the first time since he was a kid the wonder of being alive. He took a deep breath and watched the river that wound through the city far away, carrying its boat slowly along. He watched as the cars and the people walked along, beginning their day, looking so small from up here. After a long while, when the sun had already risen and was shining on his skin, Dorian reached for his bag and went carefully back down the tree. He put on his shoes and his socks, stood up, and took a deep breath. He looked at the tree, placed his hand on her bark for a moment, then turned and went back to his work, a little more slowly this time. From then on, Dorian was a changed gardener. The tree always looked forward to hearing his footsteps approach in the morning. He was often humming small tunes or singing songs, something he had never done before. He would often lean back, close his eyes, and breathe in the fresh smells of the park. He especially loved relaxing underneath her branches, sometimes bringing a mug of tea and a good book to enjoy. On very special occasions, he would still take off his socks and shoes, climb up in her branches, and watch the sunrise above the city before returning back to work. The park began to flourish under his slow and loving care. The plants began to grow bigger. The flowers began to bloom brighter. Birds and butterflies came around more often. People began to notice what a beautiful park it was, and soon the park was alive with laughter and activity all day long. Everyone loved to come and enjoy the park, 
and the tree was very happy. One of the tree's favorite changes was Dorian's songs. Sometimes he would just hum, and sometimes when he felt very inspired, he would sing a full song. Any time one of his songs caught her ear, the tree found herself swaying her branches happily to the music. I was doing my job, always so busy, keeping up with all the people in the city. I didn't see then, but I now see that if you stop for a minute and let yourself be, just be present in the moment and you'll see all the beautiful things there are to see if you let yourself be. Just be present in the moment, one breath in, one breath out. There's so much to enjoy if you let yourself just be present and see the beauty. The tree had always enjoyed her spot on the hill. No matter how much time passed, she always saw the beauty around her, and she wanted others to do the same. Listening to Dorian sing his songs and create a beautiful place for people to come made her a very happy tree indeed. Her goal in life was simple, to enjoy the beauty around her and to help others do the same. Whenever Dorian happily hummed or stopped to look at a beautiful bloom, she felt proud proud that she had helped him to see the beauty all around. Oh, that story makes me feel so peaceful just listening to it. I wish I lived at that park. It sounds like a beautiful place. That's true, it does. But we can also find beauty and rest wherever we are. We just have to practice our virtue today. Presence. That's right, presence. But you said it's the different kind of present. You're right, Momo. The present I'm talking about means that you take the time to enjoy exactly where you are and what is around you. To be present means that you stop for a moment, ignore all the distractions, and instead look for the beautiful things that surround you. It could be something in nature or something in your home that you like. It could be the people you love who are there with you, or it could be your pet. If you are relaxing and enjoying the stuff that is around you, you are practicing presence. Can you think of some things you enjoy, Momo? Oh, well, I enjoy acorns, of course, and I enjoy the feeling I get when I jump really far on the branches. Oh, and I enjoy my family and friends. Gosh, I guess I like a lot of things when I think about it. Some things I like to enjoy are watching clouds drifting by and seeing how their shape changes, or eating a delicious meal, or even watching other people be happy. When you or I stop and notice how wonderful these things are, we are practicing being present. Presence helps us to remember the good things in life and to enjoy them. All right, it's question time. Question one. What are some of the things you like to enjoy in your life? Question two. 
How does it make you feel when you notice the beautiful things around you? Well, this story kind of makes me want to go outside and be present there. That sounds wonderful, Momo. Do you mind if I join you? I would love to practice some presents after all my busy moving lately. Sure, come along! But you better keep your eye on your purse. We don't want any trees taking our bags like they did to Dorian. I will, Momo. I will. For listening to Lamplighter Podcast today. If you liked our story, please leave us a review. It really helps other listeners find these stories. If you'd like to send a donation to keep Lamplighter Podcast ad-free, please visit my Patreon page at patreon.com slash lamplighterkids. I also love to hear from my listeners. If you'd like to send suggestions, comments, or tell me of times you practiced a virtue, please write me at lamplighterkids at gmail.com. <laughs>